Game Static episode 141. Back after uh, one week unplanned break, but hey, shit happens. I was very tired. I had a very... Last Saturday was one of those great examples of like, imagine a day where everything possible could go wrong. That was my Saturday. And I was exhausted and I just didn't want to do the show. Uh, but joining with me today for the show, we do have John, who has a big day today because we have Baldur's Gate 3 that he'll be chatting about. He may touch on Spark Ball as well as some Path of Exile. This is a big John show. I'm just here for the ride. This is actually John's show, which is really funny because he's been having mic problems. So he's the guy running the show with mic problems. We'll see how it goes. But shout out, he's got the Starfield headset. So shout out to that, I guess. I don't know if I can turn this light off either. I don't, I don't think you can. Just now. I, <laughs> apparently you can if you connect it properly, but... yeah haven't done that yeah yeah because apparently since it's a microsoft or like an xbox branded headset you can just connect it right or you can connect it through like the xbox app and have xbox accessories app sorry and uh that you could actually edit the settings in that but yeah i got the i got the starfield headset went and grabbed my starfield controller I've just got to go controller with it too are you gonna get that uh that vapor controller i sent you Dude, you're broke right now, man. You and Zach <laughs> both sent it to me within hey. an hour of each other. Yeah, that's true. I noticed that. Hey, at least you got the Spider-Man controller. That's the main thing, right? Yeah, I did. I did order that. Yeah. Uh, lots happened in the, the the single week we've been gone. John and I both got our hands on pre-orders for the Spider-Man controller. I got plates. I got the physical edition Spider-Man plates. Did you get the plates? I didn't get the plates, man. They were they were more expensive than I thought they were, and yeah. I did not have. I, I mean, I didn't really have the money to buy it. Be buying the controller at the time, but I did it anyway. I didn't have the money to buy either one, and I did it anyway. <laughs> I was not missing out on that. I was not missing out yeah. on that. So yeah, no, a lot's happened in just the single week. Honestly, like there was a lot. I mean, dude, last last week's script for the weekly wrap up, I had so much shit on there. And I, I'll shout out a couple of things. There are a few things that, I mean, it's just... Before, before we get on. going too much, just at the top here, I want to say if, if anybody that's watching this, like, during the either the Saturday or the Sunday of this weekend, uh, which today is what, the August 5th. Yeah, August 5th. Uh, it's currently EVO weekend, so if you're yeah. interested in fighting games at, at, at all and, like, watching tournaments... It, Evo is going on right now. It's, I've been watching it all day, or, or since it started today, and I'm watching it. I, that's pretty much how I spent my night last night. Hey, we also got so, SummerSlam yeah. today too. Shout out to that. If you got the if you got the Peacock, you can watch some SummerSlam. I will be tuning into SummerSlam yeah. after this show. <laughs> I I thought about it. Yeah, I will be tuning into that. So, but also, yeah, shout out to Evo. Uh, also, shout out to Sparkball having a, having one of its weekends. Shout out to that. Have you played anything, or has it just been all Baldur's Gate? Uh, I, well, in, in reality, I haven't got to play a ton of Baldur's Gate. Unfortunate. Doing a co-op playthrough, so we got to have all three people ready to go uh, to 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 play it. We got some decent time in it. I've got I definitely got some stuff to talk about. Uh, I haven't played much Sparkball. I played. I, pretty much logged in i've played one game so far okay uh the one game i did play got the ceo in my game oh there you go there you go shout out to that yeah no big john episode big john episode Baldur's gate it's uh, spark ball it's one of those things where Path like uh, didn't yeah it's like didn't think uh i thought i thought early in the year was my time but uh turns out it's right now it was august <laughs> 
<laughs> Who would have thought? No, uh, real talk though. Shout out to that. Shout out to that podcast that will come out eventually. Um, no, August is a pretty sweet month. Uh, also for me, uh, it's all going to happen all in one week, which that's kind of annoying, uh, because we've got Fort Solus coming out this month, uh, as well as Immortals of Avian. Those two come out the exact same day. Immortals, I'm probably going to wait on because I don't want to buy three games in one week and I'd rather have Fort Solus. Uh, and then also that Friday we have Armored Core 6. So do what? What is Fort Solace? That's that um, uh, space uh, horror game starring Roger Clark oh, and yeah, Troy Baker. Yeah, not for you. No. Don't need to know anymore. Yep, yeah. No, I, I, I will be talking about it, though. I will be picking it up. It's a digital release on August 22nd, and then the physical release comes out next month, and I'll be picking up the physical release as well. Uh, Immortals of Avium, I, I'm still very interested in, but like I said, I'm probably not going to pick it up day one because I want to play Fort Solace first, and then I, I, I do want to play Armored Core 6 on that fr- same Friday. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then after, then after that, let me actually unlock my phone real quick. Um, for, we have, uh, let's see, 27 days away until Starfield early access. Like it's like right around the fucking corner. Uh, that's Starfield early access. If you pay for the uh, premium edition, which also fun fact I found out, which I thought this is really cool. Uh, if you have game pass, you can pay for the premium edition for 35 bucks and get that early access. Now you still won't own the game though. You know, you got to have game pass to be able to play it. Uh, but yeah, you know, that is a neat option to the, have. That's one of the cool things I've discovered about game pass. The games that are on game pass, you can buy the DLC for yep. and, and, and play the, and play the game. And still like, like you said, you don't own the game. Yep. Well, while it's on game pass, you can play it as much as you want to. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't decided if I'm if I want to go ahead and pull the trigger and get the hundred dollar premium edition, so I actually own it, or just do the uh, the thirty five and save a little money for right now because my vacation is eight weeks away. So I'm very like in save mode for this. So made us do the thirty five either way. Starfield early access twenty seven days. So that's pretty exciting. But you got a game after game here in the near future. So that's pretty cool. Uh, don't know if Zach's gonna come by. He texted me earlier today that he didn't think he was gonna make it, but since we're doing a Discord show. Uh, he could just pop in whenever he gets to go home. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but uh, number one, first and foremost, though, if you could, make sure to go check out some eight, uh, some Agent Inc. Pick up a jersey. Link down in the description below. Uh, and then also head over to Rogue Energy and uh, use our referral link. Uh, you don't have to use a promo code. If you get a 20% off promo code, whatever, by going on the website, hey, feel free to use it. But using our referral link helps us a lot. I'm just saying. Just use the link. And then go use whatever else you want to get a discount. I don't care. But... We do have promo code Sparky3 to get 10% off. We'd appreciate that support. Uh, also, uh, shout out to my dogs. They're here in the studio with me. Uh, John, you can't see it, but I switched to Sniper Shot for the stream. Uh, but I thought I'd let my dogs in here, chill in the studio with me. I was going to say, have you let them in there before? Because normally one you're, other you're time, keen to not let them in. Yeah, one other time I've let them in the studio. but uh, And it's funny, when I went to go actually let them in, I was like, come on, no, come, come on, come on. They were just like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. Let's go. Uh, and I told them they can get up on the couch. You know, I sh- you know, Lola got up there at first, but now they're just laying on the floor in front of me. Hey, there's Lola. Uh, so shout out to my dogs, Lucario and Lola. They're chilling in here with me. Uh, so also, uh, I'm home now, so you you may see me pull seven different drinks out to take a drink from. <laughs> yeah, true. But that's true. just the way. That's just the way things are gonna be today. Yeah, yeah. And hope and hopefully we like I said earlier. Hopefully we don't have mic issues. We had mic issues literally right before the show with John. And I think it's funny because this is John's out. episode. Got to figure it out. Okay, this is John's episode, yeah. man. 
Yeah, uh, the uh, the Starfield up or the Starfield headset was an audible called minutes before the show. Yes, yes. Also, one one special shout out with that headset. He told me right before we started. Every time that you like unmute it or turn it on, whatever, it, there's a spaceship that that goes off. And is that what it is? Yeah, it it makes some sort of like spaceship starting up sound or that's actually that's like that's that. that's a cool little touch though. I imagine it'd get annoying depending on how long it is, but at the same time, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, when I was sitting here turning. I'm trying to see if you could hear me. Man, it got annoying quick. Yeah. So I, this episode is going to be a big, we'll see how it goes. So I apologize if the audio is not as crispy as it normally is. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, you know, aka, you know, goodbye life. Uh, you know, you're doing a campaign thing. I, I, let me ask you, are you going to do a solo run at all? Or are you just going to do the campaign one with your buddies? I'll, I'm probably going to do end up doing like solo runs. Because uh, uh, I play, I'm, I've started a co-op campaign with uh, two of my friends. Uh, it, it's my two friends that we did the Divinity Original Sin 2 campaign yeah. with. So yeah, we've been waiting on the official release of Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I think it was announced in 2018. And then it's been in early access for three years so we've been we've been waiting a while for it yeah uh, you've been especially you have not wanted to play the early access oh yeah no it was one where it's like we didn't want to we all kind of collectively agreed that like, the early access would kind of i mean it, it would have been fun but it would have been one of those where you kind of ruin the initial experience of it in a way yeah uh on like full release uh, so we've, we're doing, we've, we've get started our game there. Uh, I don't think I, I have no relative point to say of how, how far are we in or we are in or anything because I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, the uh, game is completely just like, go do whatever, go be whatever it's open-ended. And I will say one thing that I've been really looking forward to with, with today's podcast and talking to you about it, John, I want to stress to you on something. I am aggressively broke right now, okay? I just got paid, and I'm already broke. Like, you you alone, John, are going to sway me one way or another of buying this game tomorrow, potentially, and playing it, depending on how much you sell me on this thing. Oh, dude, So let's I'm, get into it. I want to know about so here's it. The thing. We're, I'm having a fucking... I will say that. Uh the the character creator was kind of fun. I don't know if it how, what, any improvement they had from early access, but it's it's a decent character creator. You don't have you don't have like an absolute massive amount of options, but I mean we we spent like a good forty five minutes in there making our characters, and then we yeah. had to do it a couple times because we were having uh, we've had a few bugs. There's been some bugs with like trying to create characters if if you use like the non standard uh like colors for like hair and skin tone and stuff like that uh because depending on the race you pick you get options but you can expand those but apparently there's been been some bugs with that there's already been a, a hot fix released uh this weekend so it might have addressed some of that they had a bunch of buffets in there what class and subclass did you go with uh i'm playing I'm playing fighter. I'm playing Eldritch Knight. Okay. So I'm, I'm I was basically re- I was a fighter, and earlier. I get I get access to uh, 
some withered spells. Okay. Uh, and then one of my other party members is playing, I think he's playing a thief rogue. And then the other is playing a circle of spores druid. So we're, I mean, we're kind of just going for it. We kind of all just were looked or looked at it was like, what do we want to play? We we weren't trying to kind of uh, min max or anything like that. Right. We just kind of was like, what what sounds the most fun to you? And classically, I've always enjoyed Eldritch Knight. Uh, but yeah, the game kind of starts out and uh it starts out from like you remember like three four years ago they had the initial cutscene for baldur's gate 3 or like yep. the initial trailer for it with like the mind flayer going through the city and mm-hmm. kind of porting people up that's the opening of the game okay and uh your character is one of the one of the people that gets brought up on the ship and you get a little worm get put in your, gets put in your uh in your eye and it's kind of taking you over your brain and going to turn you into a mind flare. Yeah, that's like the opening opening cut scene and initial dialogue. Uh, so it opens up with you're like, we got to get off this ship. Which I will say, one cool thing is uh, in, in like I think it's the second combat encounter there's uh, there's demons it's like your only objective is to get to a control panel to teleport the ship away, basically. But there's demons along the way, and there's one like level eight, eight or nine demon or something there that's going toe to toe with a mind flayer. Mm. Uh, but he had a sick looking like flaming sword, uh, and we were like, let's. We were like, we got fifteen rounds to get over to that panel. Let's see if we can kill this dude, and see if we can get his sword. Turns out, if you kill him, you do get his sword. So I, <laughs> nice. I started the game with with his sword. Oh, that's a hell of a way to start. I was the only martial class that uh, that could use it. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of cool little things like that is one of the things that I really enjoy. Where it it's like you you kind of get rewarded for doing some doing doing the harder thing because mm-hmm. yeah, and we could have just sprint across the room in two turns, got out of there with no issue. Uh, or we can almost all die trying to do something stupid. <laughs> die trying. But we, we did we did it, and it was fun. Yeah. But uh, the exploration in the game so far, pretty interesting. You kind of just, excuse me, you kind of just run around. And uh, there's, there's little things... Like, there may be, like, buried chests or something in dirt mounds or that. But you may not actually... Or it's like, you'll know where it is, but you may not get access to it because you'll run by and your character will just automatically do, like, a perception check. If they fail it, then that's it. You can't go back. You can't really go back to it because you've it's like you've already failed your check. You don't... So... But uh, for some of that, some of that stuff, it's it's been fun. Uh, I really, I've really had a bit of a hard time following everything going on so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because there's just a shitload going on. Like one of the first, 
or really the first like little town we got to uh shit ended up popping off there and we were not prepared for it just because we we showed up and we just kind of started talking to everybody in that and then shit went sideways and we were a little caught off guard because not all of us were in on every conversation but uh when so, like if you have a conversation going on with an npc and you're and you're in a co-op game you can always join into theirs and like see the options they're picking and watch all the cutscenes and everything. Oh, that's kind of cool that you can we, see what they're picking. Yeah, we weren't doing that entirely at the beginning. We've gotten better at it. Uh, but yeah, so it's like we, we didn't pay attention to everything. We kind of messed I think we messed up uh, in the order we did some things. So yeah, we had um, some shit pop off. I was watching one video of just like little tips and tricks, like nothing like massive or anything. But one thing that I, that I didn't even finish the video, but one thing that, uh, that was a tip was just like, choose your dialogue carefully because it's not like a game like, you know, cyberpunk or, you know, mass effect where you can just like choose all your dialogue and exhaust every option. Like you could potentially pick an option just to hear what they're going to say. And the conversation just end and you never get the information you wanted. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's very much, it's very much in the vein of, or there's a ton of replayability to it, partially because of the fact that, like like you were mentioning, in dialogue, there will be, you'll have like maybe four options. Mm-hmm. If you pick the first one, then if you pick the first one, then nothing could happen every time. Yeah. If you pick the second one, it could lead to a different skill check. And if you fail that skill check, they're all going to try to attack you or they're just going to be mad at you and not talk to you anymore. But depending on the path you go through, you may get, it's like, because there's usually skill checks involved. And if you pass them, you may have five more lines of dialogue where you can resolve things peacefully or choose to end it in violence. Or you may get two more lines of dialogue before things turn sideways. Mm -hmm. Because I've definitely had some of those where Sometimes the dice just don't work with you. Because uh, we had... Uh, we've been trying not to, like, save scum stuff. Where, like, you throw quick saves down everywhere, and if you don't get your outcome, you just quick load. It's like, we try not to do that. But uh, occasionally, you kind of put yourself in an unwinnable, unwinnable position. Uh, but we we try not to do the whole... Or like just save save constantly to make sure we get whatever outcome we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the one of the really fun things that I didn't know about mainly because I've I went into this very blind. I tried not to see a lot of information before I went in. That's is, what I'm uh, basically going to do for the most part. I don't really know anything, and like I, I want to go in and just experience the world. Part of combat that's fun or that makes it a little more interesting is different weapons give you different like weapon I don't want to say abilities but different like weapon attacks mm-hmm. because like if you equip like I'm using a great sword so I have my primary weapon attack but I also that takes an action but I also have three other types of weapon attacks I can do per short rest so I have one called a pommel strike where it does low damage but has a chance to stun people or 
scathed is what it is the actual effect. Uh, it has a cleaving effect, so I can hit hit multiple en enemies in a 180-180 degree arc. Uh, and then it has uh, I don't remember what the attack's called, but it basically it would hit them and cause them to take bleed damage for the next two turns. Uh, but yeah, so different weapons will give you different attacking options. Uh, which is, I assume, something that they did to give you, give martial classes some some other ways to attack other than just like basic attacking every time it came to their turn. So it's like if you're facing a group of enemies, you can jump in and cleave them, or you can try to slow them down and then jump away or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it 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 gives you a little more options than just I'm gonna run in and hit them with my sword every time. Right. You're still hitting them with your sword. You're just doing it. It's like you have slightly different options for it. Uh, also, it's like shoving is just a bonus action, which is fantastic. Uh, because you if people are on like, if people climb a ladder and they're kind of like on the edge of a bridge shooting down at you. If you climb the ladder and push them off, they just fall. Like they'll fall down, take falling damage, and be prone on the ground. So it's it's there. There's a ton of fun little things like that. Yeah. Uh, I've also I've also been having fun because uh with my subclass Eldritch Knight, I can weapon or I can bond my weapon uh like do it once per day, once per long rest, basically. It means you can't be disarmed uh, by any means. And if I throw my sword, it just shows back up at me. Oh, that's pretty cool. So if I want to, I can just toss my sword around, and then it's immediately back at me. So kind of like almost like a Thor's hammer sort of thing, or a Kratos axe kind of thing? Kind of. Kind of. It's it. like you toss it out, and then it's just back in your hand. Gotcha. It, 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 it's... Hasn't been the most useful thing, but it's just a fun little feature. Uh, but yeah, it's so far it's been pretty fun. One thing I was wondering about is, was magic items. I didn't know how plentiful they would be. Uh, we found a shitload. And it's like, they're not game-breaking items uh, or anything. It's just like a little bit of reduced damage, a little bit of extra damage here and there. But the the variety of ones that we found so far and we're maybe uh, I can actually look right here uh, I've got nine hours played take off two hours of that for like crashes and yeah character creation <clears throat> so about seven hours played uh, and it, and we're going kind of slow because we're we're like kind of investigating every little thing we can yeah yeah we yeah. see it if we see a door we're going through it we see a cave we're going in it Mm -hmm. uh and so far it's been fun it's uh we've been it mostly rewards you for exploring around whether it be through getting additional consumable items uh like finding npcs talking to them and like them giving you some items or just finding additional little quests here and there right uh because like so far quests aren't just all like big exciting like here's main quest step like uh like step to go do like 
get something done. It's like, okay, you go from point A to point B. Uh, like for the main quest, we got to the first town and immediately after we started talking to people there, three different options on how to pursue it. So it's like you can, it was like, go over here and talk to this lady, go over here and find the person to do it, or try to interact with these people and convince them to help you. So there's varying paths you can go down to try to complete the objectives as well. So, uh, which we failed some of them just because not everybody's lived mm-hmm. as far as like NPCs. Uh, it's been a bloody game so far. Uh, also, I've learned since I'm playing a high strength character, best form of movement is jumping. Because, <laughs> uh, like for my for my class, every class has the ability to jump, like in combat on your turn, you can jump as a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like for fire takes, what is I think it's sacrifice. 10 it's 10 or 15 feet of movement uh but i can jump 28 feet okay uh but drag score so it's like i can walk forward a little bit and then i can jump just as far as my normal movement mm-hmm. so i can but i i get a like one and a half times my normal movement if i just jump every turn but but yeah it's it has been very fun so far uh also just because since we have three people playing it like we'll like i said we kind of get into a town or something and we're getting better about it but we still show up and we run three different directions so depending on the and we're all talking to different people so depending on how the conversation is going for one person you got to end those conversations quick and get over to help right right uh i will say Hey, let me ask you this. Do you want to buy the game or do you not want to buy the game? I want to buy the game. Okay, I can give you a reason not to. Okay, what's I'll that? I'll save that. Nah, we're going to save that. Save that? Save it when? I need to know this. Oh, no. No, there's, uh, there's just been some... Uh, been a few encounters that we haven't done yet that we just spotted. Oh, no. Where I'm like... Where I'm like we're not doing that. Or I wasn't the only one saying we're not doing that yet. They were saying it for like logical gameplay reasons. I was not. Oh no. How real do they look? And not that they looked real. It was that they were really big. Oh no. All right. I don't know if I can play this game for people listening. He's uh, referring to spiders. <laughs> yeah. We saw a big ass motherfucker. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, it's all right. I'm gonna Google it. Honestly, yeah, honestly, haven't been that many. Uh, many only seen him in one location so far. Uh, but yeah, one of the one of the possibly one of the best things about the game is the that is horrifying. The various, the, the varying ways that you can deal with encounters. God, because uh. In one instance, I did a. I walked into a room with uh, some ogres, and I tried to talk to them. Patrick is not very good at talking to people, but like my charisma is ba- like default ten. You can also talk so to like, the spiders. 
Uh, no. Yeah. They exist only to die. Yeah, no, there's, uh, I guess, they're, like, I'm, like, I cringed just now. I don't know if you saw it, because there's a, uh, a thumbnail from a YouTube video that's, like, right up on the spider's face, and it's talking to you. Like, it's a, it's a spider, and then I see, I see one where it's, like, a spider woman. Um, oh, I, I don't I see that it's there's, a character. It, there's all kinds of shit. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, uh, I see, like, giant blue spider here. I see, like, a giant, like... I like the like the tan spider with like yellow lumps on its back that I get that's one that's talking to you. I see a like some others. Th this looks horrifying. Like the big blue one, uh this looks horrible. I want to die. I have to close this tab. I'm um I got the heebie-jeebies now looking at that. But yeah. Uh, just to give you an example of uh like different ways conversations can go. I walked into a room that had three ogres in it. When I tried to talk to them, we we wiped the party. Yeah, and and had to reload. And uh, our save was our save wasn't too far back, but it was like it was like five six minutes back that we had to go back and do do some stuff to to get back up there. Uh, buddy, might talk to the ogres, and uh, the it's like we had the. He talked to him, and we had the opportunity to hire them. Uh, we didn't end up doing that because we didn't have the money for it. But it's like a lot of conversations that you have with people can go from they give you information, they give you quests, they offer to help you, or they try to kill you. That's been the, the, the most outcomes that we've had. Yeah, they try to fucking murder uh, you. Yeah, and then we've also done the same. We we uh, we talked to some people, or we we started a conversation that then we got attacked, uh, and then when we when we <laughs> took out the leader of the group, the it's like some of the others all ran off, and one of them started surrendering and and started giving us information on like how to invade their camp and be able to like loot it without being spotted. Mm -hmm. Uh, as long and he, he told us all that. So long, uh, like, so we wouldn't kill him. As soon as the conversation and we killed him. Also, uh, we An Andy dropped by in chat just now. He said, John, you look like an angler fish with your glowy orb. Yeah. Andy, he can't turn it yeah. off. <laughs> I don't know how to, I can't, if I turn it off, the mic goes off. I can't, it's, I didn't have time to figure it out. Yeah, no, Andy, it's the uh, the limited edition Starfield headset he's rocking with right now. He doesn't know how to turn off the orb, the glowy orb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so far I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to further the game because, like I said, just partly the branch of dialogue options. It's like quests and stuff that I know there's. <laughs> Just so far in the game, being like seven hours in or something, five five to seven hours in. Yeah. The amount of stuff that I've that we've done where I look at and I go, man, that conversation went different. We'd be we'd have a whole different situation right now. Yep. Because it's like already at that point, it's like this. There's at least so far. There's it seems like there's just so much variance in the way every encounter can go. Mm -hmm. So it makes me excited to get a playthrough done 
and get more playthrough and like start more playthroughs and see how they work with different characters. Yeah. And different class. Andy says but money well spent. Said, if you need my, if you need, if you got to go mining, you're all set. Cause you have your own little light. Oh yeah. Yeah. Andy, it also makes uh, spaceship noises whenever you turn it on. Shout out to that. Uh, now, John, if you start a solo run, what class are you going to be? Because right, like, I, I don't know what I want to do for my first one. I was, I was kind of looking at Druid a little bit, but I don't know. I was kind of, I haven't decided. Well, yet. the the thing is, you can even if you because like you you basically you create your character for the party. Yeah. And then there's there's origin characters, which are like the the characters and classes created by Larian for the per like if you didn't create your own custom character mm -hmm. they have preset characters that are integrated into the story those characters can be like you can uh talk to them and recruit them to be part of your party mm -hmm. so it's like you, you can you can have those like we've we've recruited several people but if you don't want to control them and deal with them you can just have them go wait in your camp and just have them use used for story purposes, mm -hmm. which is kind of what we're doing for the moment. Uh, we might end up bringing them in. Uh, but so far we're just, whenever we get a companion, we send them, we send them to camp. So uh, my, I don't know what my next character would be. Uh, I, I would assume like I would either go a full, spellcaster class or maybe a ranger a ranger of some sort mm -hmm. uh potentially uh because I, when i was creating it i was between playing fighter and paladin uh because of the, the two classes i typically enjoy playing most uh never really played uh full sp outside of playing like celasta I've never played a full spellcaster in like a D and D setting. Right. Uh, it's like I've always kind of gravitated towards martial classes. Mm -hmm. But so I would either go full spellcaster or just pick another martial class to play, like right. maybe fighter, maybe monk. No. Or go go somewhere in between with the uh, warlock. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. I know you haven't got very far into it, but this is obviously a conversation that's already being had on the internet with this game. Uh, is this a game that, in your opinion, needs to have a serious contention for being a Game of the Year nominee? I mean, it came in at 94 on Metacritic. You know, it's a game that released with no microtransactions. It's just the game is there at 60 bucks, but you can dump a ton, ton, ton amount of time into it. You know, is this something that needs to be up there in the conversation, like what a Tears of the Kingdom is going to be for sure, Probably Final Fantasy will be in there. If Starfield nails the landing, it probably will be. Spider-Man 2 will be. It is Baldur's Gate 3 got, in that same I realm. got one question for you. Okay. In your Tears of the Kingdom, how many how many options for a penis did you have? Options for a penis? Oh, all right, you got me on that one, bud. I got none. <laughs> so I guess Baldur's Gate is game of the year. That's my game of the year right now, if that's the case. Uh, yeah, no, there, there's like four, four or five options for penis. Hell yeah, <laughs> you know that makes uh, sense. I did, I, I have gotten now integrated into um, uh, Baldur's Gate three, like TikTok and stuff, and some of the I've seen reactions of streamers, you know, unclothing their characters, and they're like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> so okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh it all it all serious serious though. It's hard to say because it's a game where you, you could you could look at the the like the scope of the game and how well everything interacts so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh even at the like how short into it I am. So you can look at everything that I've seen so far and say, yeah, this this is this could be a game of the year contender. The thing is though, it's like it's also a game that until you have like fifty to a hundred hours in it, you're not even gonna know the like the true depth of the game and like all the all the little things that it has to offer. So it it could be like it could be considered that just based off the scope, but I don't know. It's got I mean it I will say it's got way more players than I ex- I really expected it to have. Yeah, it hit like three hundred K at one point, I think. Oh no, it's more than that. It's 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 playing let's see how many are playing right now. Uh playing right now is five hundred and ninety three thousand. Mm-hmm. It's topped out at seven hundred and twelve thousand. Oh damn! I didn't think it was gonna pop off like it has. Uh, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of a—it's a genre that's not for everybody, is the thing. And I know it's like a lot of times, game of the year is more more centered around not necessarily the best games that come out, but some of the more approachable best games that come out. And uh, there's a there's a lot of systems happening in Baldur's Gate three. Uh, so while while there's a ton of people who would probably this is this a hundred percent will be their game of the year, I don't know that it'll be in contention. You don't know if it'll make the nominees. I mean, it 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 very easily could. I would I, w- I would think it's going to be on the list for sure to at least narrow down to because I mean we have had an un an ungodly year of of games. I mean. You, I mean, like, let's go ahead and like Tears of Kingdom's a lock. Spider-Man 2 hasn't come out yet, but I'm willing to bet it's going to be a lock. Starfield, God Ned the Landing, Final Fantasy will probably be there. I could see Resident Evil 4 Remake being there. Hell, dude, I'll be real with you. I could see Hi-Fi Rush being a Game of the Year nominee. Like, up front. Yeah. Like, like uh, this year is an insane year for games. Yeah, which which is, like I said, it's like this one. It, it's like this game. Well, like I said, it very easily could be game of the year and like i said for a ton of people this is a hundred percent the best they're like their game of the year this is gonna be this is what they wanted and this is what they've been waiting on this is what i've been waiting on and i've been having a blast with it yeah uh i don't know if if like the i don't know the general audience opinion on it gotcha uh because that's that's the the big thing like even if it makes the list i don't know if the general audience would would give it the it's due respects. Oh, sorry. Uh, I know just kind of seeing it all over like Twitter and stuff. Like it's like people are ungodly raving on it. So that's why I'm questioning, oh, yeah. is this going to be well, a game that's, that's your nominee? Like, it's like it's, even with a little bit I've had, I've, I'm, I've been absolutely loving it. Right. Uh, but again, that's also coming from, it's what, it's what I was ex- kind of expecting it to be going into it uh with way more options of, of how stuff goes uh 
is, I mean, it's a, it's a thing of why, like, a few weeks ago, I was telling you, I was seeing those articles and stuff popping up that, of people, like, cautioning, going, don't expect this as your new standard. It's because this, this is the type of game that Larian Studios makes. Yeah, they make yeah. these turn-based, like, uh, CRPGs, long, super detailed branching paths. This is their bread and butter. Right. It's like they know what type of game they make or they want to make, and they, they spend the time to make it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, while I could very easily see this being a game of the year, I don't know. It's going to be one of those where it's like, do they pick the true games of the year or do they pick the, or do they go with like the popular ones? The, the, like the popular games instead of like, because while this game is popping off, I would still call this a niche game. I can agree to that. Because the average the average player not gonna complete this. Yeah, it's like they may hop in, they may buy it, and hop it, and play it for ten hours, but they're not gonna they're not gonna sink a hundred hours into this, beating the game and like exploring around, doing all the like walking into every cave or every cellar that they find. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean overall. At least for right now, I would say it's like if you're a fan of, if, I mean, honestly, if you're a fan of RPGs and enjoy turn-based combat, uh, the hundred percent give it a go. Uh, because Larian Studios, like I said, that's their bread and butter. There's a ton of cutscenes, there's a ton of dialogue options. Just about everybody you talk to, like you can actually have a conversation and interact with. Mm-hmm. Hell, there was a... I, I walked up to a guy in a town who was uh, hitting a target dummy with a sword, and since I'm a... Uh, since I was playing fighter, was able to have a conversation to teach him how to do it better. <laughs> so it's like... Just... Depending on, depending on your, like, class, background, race, it opens up, like... All of that factors into which dialogue options you get as well, mm-hmm. which which is just it it makes it worth experimenting with different classes. Yeah. Also, uh, special shout out for the game and just like how it is popping off. Uh, here's a little tweet for you. Uh, Larian Studios were expecting about 100k concurrent players max at uh, for the launch of Baldur's Gate 3. Instead, today they hit 700,000 plus and became the ninth highest peak ever for a game in Steam history. And uh, that uh, it, it, that what I just read is a, uh, I guess a quote post. It's not tweets anymore since it's not Twitter. It's X. So I guess a quote post is or a repost, I think is what they renamed it anyway, is uh, from one of the people, Larry, and where he said, uh, probably should stay away from the IT team for a while. I told them that they, I would only expect 100K or so at max for launch. <laughs> so he uh, he told the IT team that I'm sure the IT team is is loving it and hating it at the same time. <laughs> the thing, it's like, I mean, we've, we've said before, or I've said before, and Zach's agreed with me, is... Uh, their previous game is Divinity Original Sin 2, yeah. and it's one of the most beloved like RPGs ever made. Yeah, yeah. And the highest, I think the highest I've ever seen it on Steam is like 65,000 players or something, which is a respectable number for any game, really. 
Right. But especially for that genre, because like I said, they make very in-depth like RPGs with a ton of systems behind it that all kind of work together. Right, right. Well, any any yeah. last thoughts to throw out there with Baldur's Gate three? Uh, any any set last little sales pitch to anyone thinking about getting it? You really you're really making me just want to like go in debt tomorrow and buy this game. I mean, it's it is it it's not something that I'm far enough in at any point to call like to to like throw out and say it's a masterclass, like a masterpiece or masterclass and of a game or anything yet but the the game so far has just been phenomenal yeah uh and the the fact that like they have different like different weapon attacks for for the different weapons and everything just basically just created to give martial classes additional options uh in combat makes makes the choice like not just necessarily like Okay, well, this this one I can top like top roll a nineteen, or this one I can top roll a twenty on. It's also more like okay, well, it's like these weapons are comparable damage, but based on the fight that we're in, these abilities will work better. So it's like the fact that they they went through and created all of that makes me excited for kind of higher tier content right. uh, in combat to see what more comes in with it because already there's like hell at at level three I was, as a fighter I, i'm able to do like four to six actions a turn uh and that was before we like leveled up a couple like i think i think we're right now but yeah it's like the amount of actions that you're able to take in a turn because of all the tools they give you at low levels just makes it that much more exciting for higher tier content. Mm-hmm. So, if you, if you're a fan of if you're a fan of like D and D systems or Larian in general, it's a it's a fantastic like adaptation. Out of ten, I've too early to say. Early really. early I, impression like, out of ten. I, it's like for how far I'm in, or like how how little time I have into it. The I'd say the highest I could give it is a seven so far. That's pretty good considering you're super early. Yeah, and that's just because so far everything has been the dynamic of everything and kind of the all the variables has gone into it. Uh, that can change based on a on, like on a second playthrough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and how smooth everything has been, I I can give it an early seven that can very easily skyrocket up. But I, like I said, with seven, like nine hours in the game, I can't give something more than a seven. More than it's like a, a potentially a two hundred hour experience. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, also, our our good buddy Dave has now stopped by saying hello. Hey, Dave, how are you, man? Uh, he said, uh, "Not much. Crap day at work. Coolers went out last night, but I'm good now because I'm home." Man, I know that feeling. You know when you get like power outage or cooler outage or whatever. So. Yeah, T's and P's on that one. That, that fucking sucks. But you know, now that you're home, you can do some gaming, my guy. My gaming, my guy. Hopefully, you're having a great day. Um, so, but yeah, overall, Baldur's Gate uh, seems phenomenal. I'm really looking forward to uh, to playing it. 
I think I think me and I think me and the lady are actually gonna you know, try to do a co-op run, and I'll probably do a single run as well. Um, you know, may also try to do a campaign with with you uh, as another side one as well. D- don't expect that one to be active. Obviously, I know you have your primary one, and I'm busy. So, but yeah. still, yeah. still yeah, would, would like to do like, something with you. <laughs> yeah, it's like even even my primary one that I'm my yeah. co-op one is like it's one where it's it's hard to find a time to play for more or two hours yeah or something uh or like two or three hours for a session during the week right is hard to come up with yeah i feel you trust me i do i've I've barely i i I played um one round of tft before we went on the show that's the first time i played a game literally all week uh like i haven't played like any tft this week nothing i've been so damn busy dude so I feel you. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm gonna basically be busy like this for like the next like eight weeks or so, and then it'll start to kind of calm down for me. But uh, no, looking forward to playing some Baldur's Gate. I was thinking about getting it tomorrow and trying it out. So we'll see. Uh, I'm very broke, so we'll, we we will see. Uh, let's hop over to uh, another conversation. Uh, I, I'll hop over to one thing that I want to kind of shout out that popped out earlier this week. And that's a report that came out that uh, Oblivion is apparently getting a remake or remaster. Unsure which. Uh, it's in development at Virtuos Games. And one thing to note on why this seems to be legit is because uh, this happened a while ago. So I know you may not remember. Uh, I vaguely remember this. And I vaguely remember it being on a weekly wrap-up like a year or two ago. But um, ver- uh, there was former employees at Virtuos who indirectly kind of revealed that that Metal Gear 3 remake was happening because they they had it on their resume on LinkedIn, you know? Uh, And, uh, you know, that was like two years ago. You know, we just got the reveal for this game a couple months ago. Uh, And now the same thing has seemed to happen where it's it's on a former employee, uh, a a former Virtuos Games employee on his, like, LinkedIn profile or his resume, whatever, that, you know, worked on essentially like an, an Oblivion remaster. Uh, which I, yeah, I mean, if this is true, that is incredible because I have said on this show a few times before, I actually prefer Oblivion over Skyrim. Skyrim's fantastic; it's a masterpiece of a game. But I don't, I don't know why. I just love Oblivion. I, I, I genuinely don't because the thing about Oblivion versus Skyrim, like all of the side stories, you know, like you know, like the you know, like the like the Fighters Guild to so the Crusaders, I think is what they're called or whatever in Skyrim. You know, the Thieves Guild, the Dark Brotherhood. All of those stories are better in Skyrim. I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. Like, the stories in Oblivion are good. The Dark Brothers story and all that, they're, they're fun. They're good in, in Oblivion, but they're better in Skyrim. But even still, I just love Oblivion. I don't know why. It's just, it's my preferred game. So I want a fucking remake or right. remaster. I mean, That's awesome. It's one of those, like, you you hit put, or I think you had sent that to me, like, for last week's show or something. I was kind of like, yeah, okay. Because it's like, I didn't, uh, Oblivion wasn't game that I played. wasn't a game that I had played yeah. or had, really. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's like the way that you, you feel there. I feel like that's every Elder Scrolls person, and it kind of depends on the game that they, like, the the order they play the games in almost. Because almost every person, every, almost every person, or for every person that says what you said, where you prefer Oblivion to Skyrim, yeah. there's one that prefers Morrowind to Oblivion. That's true. You're so true. I, I it's don't... like there's for every person that loves Skyrim, there's a person that says 
a Bolivian was better. And yes. for every Bolivian yes. person, there's a Morrowind person. Yes, you're so right. You're so right on that. It's like it, it it's just it's the way that it is. Yeah. There's always gonna be those people. I mean, if if an Oblivion remaster re remake comes out, one of those I'll probably I'll give it a go because it's like I did, I never played the game before. Yeah. Or it's like I tried to play it, but I think I tried to play it way after the fact. Mm-hmm. So it's like I went I tried to go back to it and I was like, man, this uh this is not is a little little older than I wanted to play right now. I feel that. Um, I you know because that's how I felt towards like you know Morrowind. Whenever I I went from Oblivion to Morrowind, and honestly, I think the reason why I love Oblivion so much is not only because it's like you know a game I spent a lot of my my you know my youth playing. I mean, it was the second 360 game I ever got behind Halo Three. Uh, but I think I just prefer the world. I love I love Cyrodiil. I think it's super sweet. Uh, and I I cannot express to you how much I adore the two expansions of the game, Shivering Isles and Knights of the Nine, they are a couple of my favorite DLCs in all of gaming. Like they're up there, they're up there in the same realm as Mass Effect 3 Citadel. And that's my favorite DLC ever. Uh, and, and it's not even close to how much that's my favorite, but like Shivering Isles, like I love the Shivering Isles. I love Sherogoreth. I love the Knights of the Nine. I think it's so cool. Uh, so I think that's one reason I'm so attached to Oblivion. It's the number one. I love well, I mean, the world and I love those expansions. That's, I mean, that's also part of it is, uh, it, like, because everyone, any, any person I've ever had heard talk well about Oblivion, it's not necessarily the base game that they're they're talking, or, like, talking up and hyping up so much. It's the expansions that they're the so The expansions are great. <laughs> now, the it's base like story the, is good. I do like the whole Oblivion storyline. But, like I said, all well, the yeah, other storylines, yeah, they don't hold a candle to Skyrim's. Like, Skyrim's Dark Brotherhood well, and Thieves' Guild and everything is so much better than Sky than Oblivion's. Yeah, and it's it's not saying that, like, the Oblivion story isn't good. Yeah, it's yeah. just that, like, the DLCs, everybody rates on such a high level. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Skyrim DLCs were like, we're going to add this in so that we can give you some extra stuff that y'all wanted and here's a little story to go along with it right but the rest of it is just like the base game of skyrim is is why people enjoy that game it is exactly um but no a a possible remake or remaster being developed like outsourcing it like that's that's what i think a lot of studios should do if you want to have more games i mean it was my argument that i made a few weeks back of like why i think Zelda should stay in traditional format with a smaller style game and just have another studio do it. You know, they've done that before with the handheld games, do it again. Uh, so like, you know, if, if Oblivion can get the outsourced treatment, you know, like with Vertros and let's say Vertros nails it, like, Hey, let's consider like maybe a new Vegas or even a fallout three, like, or, or even a Morrowind or something like, like, let's keep considering more options there. Uh, also, Andy asked in chat, what are both of your professional opinions on Dave the Diver? I didn't know what this was. I quickly Googled it, and the first thing I noticed is that the character Dave that you're playing, I'm going to be straight up with you, looks like a bearded Peter Griffin. So that's my professional opinion, is that you're playing Peter Griffin, and you're just a hard-working diver who collects fish, you solve quests, and manages a sushi restaurant. So it's just Peter Griffin if he was actually a truly hard worker, and he has a beard. So that's my professional opinion on Dave the Diver. So there you go. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what this was. Does that not look like Peter Griffin with a beard? Kind of. Yeah. It's just I did. I've heard the name, 
said before, but I, I've never looked into it. Uh, so I do not have. I mean, it's it. a ten out of ten on Steam. That's pretty good, John. Maybe we should get it. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, you're busy. That's true. Maybe I should get it. I'm busy too, but I'm not busy with a game at the moment. I respect it. Thank you, Andy. Uh, it's ten out of ten on Steam. It's twenty bucks. Day of the Diver. Go check it out. He owns a sushi restaurant. He's just a hardworking. He's a hardworking family guy. There you go. Um, but uh, so another thing to kind of touch on here is that we do have the uh, Sparkball, the like Rocket League MOBA s game that uh, John yeah, checked out. Was, they got they got a weekend going on. Uh, you only played yeah, one game. Gonna, is there any like massive noticeable differences or additions they made, or well, is just another? That's test? what I was gonna say. I just I mentioned or we mentioned we talk about it when it came back up. There's another weekend happening right now. Uh, they have like changes that they talked about making like some characters have have had their numbers adjusted some characters kits are slightly different uh most all of the items that had their numbers adjusted uh and i don't think last time you had i think last time you didn't start or i don't remember if you started with money but you, you have a thousand starting gold now but all the items cost 1500 so it it it's accelerates you towards it kind of yeah uh but they made they changed it to where uh the goal itself is kind of like the healing spawn point uh until it gets destroyed when it's destroyed or when your tower gets destroyed or white tower the goal acts as like a healing spawn point but when the tower gets destroyed you go back to like the little floating island that you gotta jump back onto the pitch with Mm -hmm. uh but other than that i mean if there's still there's minor changes uh like that but they're still looking to gather data and there's and and kind of stuff like that to to work on the game uh i've only played one game so far it is baldur's gate but yeah uh i mean it's still enjoyable but so if i if i play more than I may talk about it uh, more like next week or something. Okay. And just a reminder for everyone, Sparkball is a free-to-play game. It, you just have to request access, I believe, and you get you know pretty much accessed immediately. Uh, it is yeah, a basically yeah, like a – think of like Rocket League. Think of think of League. Uh, basically kind of combines the two together, essentially. Uh, so if you're interested, make sure to check it out. If you're listening to this right now on you know August 5th, August 6th, whatever, make sure to check it out. Uh, also, Steve dropped by in the chat. How's it going, Steve? He's saying he's not playing Baldur's Gate 3. Is it because you're going to like completely lose your life right now, or you just don't have time for it? Because I know you know you had some some recent changes in your profession. Um, so, you know, I know you've probably been kind of busy and haven't had much time, but, you know, why aren't, why aren't you playing? Are you just busy? Um, so there was another game that Zach, I know, wanted to chat about, but Zach is still not here. I knew he probably wouldn't be here, uh, but I, you know, we were doing it on Discord so he could pop in if he could. So I'm just going to assume he won't be able to make it today. No big deal. Uh, he can kind of follow with it next week. Uh, so I guess with that, John, do you want to start hitting like weekly wrap-up stuff and get out of here? Uh, yeah, I want to briefly mention as well. Uh, la I was going to talk about it last weekend, but we ended up taking a break last weekend. Yeah, true. Uh, last weekend was Exile Con yeah, for yeah. Path of Exile. And uh, last weekend they dropped a lot of Path of Exile 2 news. Uh, so it's like the entire event was kind of focused around like the, well, the next league coming to Path of Exile and 
a ton of information. We got to see a bunch of playable demos and and that for uh, Path of Exile 2. Uh, and I don't have a date pulled up. <laughs> like sometime next year. Some It's like sometime next year. I think it's like June, June through September. We'll say that frame. There's going to be a Path of Exile 2 closed beta. Uh, like around the middle of the year point. Yeah. Uh, Steve said he's not playing Baldur's Gate 3 because he's waiting for that PS5 release. That's fair. And he also said that the Path of Exile 2 stuff made his britches wiggle, which is why I started laughing, just because the word britches makes me laugh. I'm a child. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the Path of Exile 2 stuff, I I didn't watch on the event. Uh, I watched some like the first day or day and a half. Uh, But the... It's like some of the takeaways from it are Path of Exile, Path of Exile 2 will be two separate games. They because previously the talk was like Path of Exile and Path of Exile 2 would be would be like different stories that converge at the same kind of end game. Not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it's two or I said if I'm correct on that, now it's just two separate games. Uh in Path of Exile 2, they're going to have 12 classes instead of like six. Uh, one, because uh, their attribute system is uh, strength and dexterity. So there will be one class for each combination of that. Uh, so, like, if you wanted to play a strength int character, they have a, a base class for that. Uh, new item system, a bunch of new bosses for like. I think they said they're going to be a boss for every, every zone now. Uh, but yeah, ton of new items, new gym system. Uh, you can dual specialize in the tree, like in their passive tree, but a ton of new, new systems. It looked good. It looked interesting. Kind of slower game, slower methodical gameplay kind of is what it ever, what it looked like. So be excited to try that when it when it uh the beta comes around next year also steve said oh wow john just swerved me so hard john did you make like some sort of face or something whenever i said he was gonna wait for the ps5 because i just said that and i jumped to his next comment i wasn't paying attention did you make some face like oh, oh console gamer or whatever i wasn't paying attention <laughs> did i if i did, you might have knowing you knowing you you very well might have <laughs> i so it Steve, give me context. What did he do? When you when you went to when you went to the next comment, that may have been what I was reacting to. Okay. The britches wiggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm that may have been there. I wasn't reacting to waiting for the PS5. That's perfectly acceptable. Okay, okay. It's like whichever whichever the way I look at it. Oh no, he said uh <laughs> nah, he acted like I didn't say anything at all because like he didn't respond. But no, nah, that's just John, dude. That's just John. I responded for John essentially in that in that situation. Yeah, yeah. He, he responds and I and I make slight facial reactions. Yes, exactly. That's that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, no. Just speaking, I like the PS5 Baldur's Gate release. Hey man, whichever way you want to play Baldur's Gate is is uh that's up to you, man. As long as you're playing it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the that's the fun part. Hey, shout out to uh, Baldur's Gate one and two coming to Game Pass as well. Uh, you know, I sent that I think in the chat. Uh, I think I, or I sent it to you. I don't remember. 
but yeah, I, I, I got that notification as well, that the push notification from Game Pass. I, I personally got it to my phone. Uh, they're not, Obviously, they're not on there yet, but hey, you know, they're coming to Game Pass. So that's pretty cool. Also, not not anywhere close to the same thing that Baldur's Gate 3 is. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. They are completely different style games, and Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 are very much like centered around hardcore gamers. Yeah. So keep that in mind if uh, you're you're excited about Baldur's Gate 3 and you're just like, ooh, I got Game Pass. I'm going to play 1 and 2. Keep in mind what he just said. <laughs> Before yeah, you go they are, jump they into one not or two. The same, they are not the same type of game, even. Yeah. Because uh, those are real-time with pause games, if I remember correctly. And Larian converted Baldur's Gate 3 to work in their their system and engine that they've created for Divinity. Is Baldur's Gate 3 as hard as people say it is? I wouldn't say it's hard, necessarily. It's definitely It's like you can definitely get yourself into some very very tough and unforgiving situations because mm-hmm. uh, we me and the group i'm playing with we have very much had that happen a couple times okay and uh we have party wiped a few times and had to re like load back in and try again so it's got the right level of difficulty there basically yeah it's like there's there's i mean sometimes you will walk you'll walk too close to an area or like too close to a group of people and get pulled into a into a conversation. Uh, but more often than not, I've seen that if you if you want to exit the conversation and not piss anyone off, you kind of have the opportunity to be like, "My bad, I'm I'm just stop getting out of here." <laughs> he says, it's like several of the conversations have had options like that. Steve says, uh, "Nothing is hard for a bard." Was the correct answer, sir. Yeah, we don't have a bar. We found some cool stuff for bards, but we don't have a bard in our group. That's unfortunate. I, I was I was looking at a bard. Uh, I was looking at a barb, and I was looking at a druid as two classes that I was considering when I was looking yeah. at all the classes. Yeah. I, honestly, like barb, paladin, fighter were the three things I was really considering playing. Yeah, yeah. He ended up barb going with is, fighter, Steve, in case you're wondering. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm playing a Eldritch Knight fighter. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say the second I got Eldridge Knight and I got access to spells, first time I accidentally hit my party members. Right. Because uh, did not realize how far behind me Thunder Wave was actually going to pull someone. Yeah. So I immediately kind of threw my uh, one of my party members across the uh, the arena right. that we were fighting at. Uh, am I getting it for PS5? Man, I haven't decided yet because like I'm broke as shit right now, and I was telling like I was saying on the podcast earlier, I'm thinking about buying it tomorrow on the on PC, even though I'm broke as shit. But I haven't decided yet, man. Uh, I definitely want to play it, but I haven't decided how I'm going to play it yet. So it's it's a we'll see. It's a TBD at the moment. Uh, John, you ready to hit uh, the news? Get out of here for the day. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. I want to go watch uh, SummerSlam, so shout out to that. Uh, so I'll go ahead and touch on some news from last week. And honestly, I'm looking at the script from last week, and there's actually a few more things I would like to touch on. Uh, I won't touch on everything for sure, but uh, uh, a couple of the things that I definitely want to shout out is, uh, number one, Xbox and Square. 
Uh, last week, we had the announcement that Final Fantasy fourteen is coming to Xbox, and uh, Square Enix CEO has said that uh, he's looking forward to working with uh, Xbox uh, on bringing their games over to Xbox going forward. And he also, you know, specifically thanked Phil Spencer for making this deal happening. And uh, Phil Spencer said the exact quote that he's looking forward to partnering closely with Square on future games. I thought that I thought the fact that he he included the word closely was funny to me because everything that came out in this court case was against Sony where Sony was obviously paying to keep Final Fantasy 16 off, you know, Xbox and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, it just sounds like a dawn of, dawn of a new era for Xbox and Square titles. So, shout out to that. Uh, there was a few different things of Sony related I wanted to shout out. The first one that I thought was interesting uh, is that the PS5 Physical Edition has been receiving discounts. It received a permanent discount over in the UK, uh, where it is now the same price as the Digital Edition. And it had na- it's now on sale over here for us, I think, starting this weekend. I think it's 450 at like Target or Amazon or something. Um, so basically what this is indicating is that it's indicating that newer model that, that you know that's supposed to come out later. They're, they're trying to clear stock is essentially what it is, right? Like, you know, there's supposed to be this new model coming out later this year. Steve, I know you just got a PS5. Let me stress this new model and what you got. They are the same sort of PS5. If you're good, don't worry about it. Um, all it is is like they're essentially going Upgraded away. Upgraded PS5 coming out. Yeah, that would be that would be a fucking kick in the nuts for anyone that bought a PS5 just now. But no, all it is, guys, for anyone listening, it, it's essentially the, dig- the dick move for us to be talking about that after we just like we bullied so the hell out of him. Telling him to, yeah, we bullied yeah, the like, shit out of Steve to buy like, it. Fucking buy it already. <laughs> no, I mean. I mean, look, like you can look at the PS5 and I think anyone with a half a brain can all agree that the digital edition looks like the more natural fucking version. So all this new model is, is I think it comes with like a different chip that it's like more readily available. It's the same, it's same power. There's nothing different. And uh, this, this newer model, you know, will um, have a, a, an attachable disc drive. Like they're just going away from the disc edition. Um, so, I mean, it, it is what it is. As we should be stop no we should not although the, i do agree that this is the final generation of uh physical games which is really disappointing um now something else sony related that i wanted to shout out here is uh, a little a little tidbit of news i thought was very interesting especially now that it's popped up post this court case is that basically sony is gearing up for acquisitions investments and joint ventures seriously based on job listings to seek a corporate strategy and development integration and acceleration uh, they're seeking a, a, a person in that higher corporate position. And I just think that's kind of funny because, you know, obviously they lost with the Activision Blizzard thing. And, you know, now they're going to be gearing up for some purchase of their own. And I was talking to, uh, you know, to our guy Josh about it. And uh, I was telling him, like, look, if like this, what, 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 I don't remember the exact number for the Activision Blizzard deal, like 60 something billion dollars, whatever, $6 billion, I don't remember. Um, if that can go through, if that can get the approval, then, dude, like the, we're about to we're about to truly enter the acquisition era of gaming. So, uh, and then the last thing um, is that the Zelda Oracle games was added Nintendo Switch Online. Shout out to that. Oracle games are really fun. You should definitely go play both of them. Yes, go play both of them. It's not like Pokemon where you just play one or the other. Play both. Uh, you you want to go play both. So definitely uh, go check it out if you've never done it before. Uh, going into, well, one, one last thing from last week, cause it also got clarified this week in case anyone saw the news is that with all of this Activision Blizzard thing, one thing that Activision, uh, one thing that Xbox really wants to do 
with Activision Blizzard games is they really want the, those Transformers games from like the 360 era and put them on Game Pass, like Fall of Cybertron, which is an awesome game. If you've never played Fall of Cybertron on the 360, you missed out. It has an incredible multiplayer. Me and Brady had so much fun with that game back in the day. Uh, Activi- you know, Xbox wants those games on there, but apparently Activision Blizzard are saying that the game is lost. Uh, and the exact quote that was said at San Diego Comic-Con was like, you know, then they're not sure what hard drive it's on in the building because the way they put it is like when a company eats a company that then eats a company that eats another company, things get lost. Um, so could be lost. There was a follow-up uh, from someone at Activision Blizzard saying that the, that their comments was incorrect or something. I guess it's trying to like now kind of, you know, kind of calm down like, hey, we didn't lose it, but they may have actually lost it. Steve agrees me. Fall Cybertron was amazing. That game was awesome. Uh, but X- Xbox uh, very much wants those games on Game Pass. Apparently, Xbox is personally planning to go through archives uh, to locate the game files <laughs> to get on Game Pass. So that that's pretty sweet if those games get a revival. Keep in mind, Microsoft was the one who basically fixed all of the old Call of Duty servers as soon as all this deal started, looked like it was about to be done. So, hey, if they want to get Fall Cybertron up, I will gladly hop on that game for some nostalgia because it... I love that game. That game is awesome. Uh, some news that uh, from this week. Uh, so first and foremost, Pokemon Presents is set uh, for next week. I put 8-5, but that is incorrect. It's uh, going to be sometime next week. I forgot the day, though. Uh, it's going to be 35 minutes. Uh, so 35 minutes of potentially mid-content. We'll see. Uh, I did notice that the uh, they instead of just putting up a simple picture with the logo of Pokemon Presents and the dates, it was a video, and it was like a little video where it went from the basic logo we've always seen to like almost like a glitched neon light logo. So clearly teasing something, uh, but what I don't know. Maybe it's just relating to De- Detective Pikachu. Maybe I don't know, but uh, you know, interesting little tease there. Uh, so here's some very random couple bits of news that I thought was was very interesting. Uh, so as of now, uh, Wii U servers for Splatoon 1 and Mario Kart 8 were turned back on. I was talking to Josh about this. I want to know a fucking player count on these games to warrant this happening at Nintendo. Like, the fact that like, I actually went you back don't and have did a this. Wii U. I have a Wii U. You're doesn't, the one that lost yours. Can we go get it? I know you have, have it now. I know you have it now, but you're the one I've who lost it. it, and we're convinced that you never had one. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've got the Pro Controller that, again, you were convinced that you didn't have it. <laughs> I've always had it. Shut up, John. Uh, but no, Splatoon 1 and Mario Kart 8 servers turn back on the Wii U. That, I, I, I demand a player count. I want to know who's playing these games. Hey, at least enough to fill up a lobby. I guess so. Which also, I found out this as well. Apparently, Call of Duty on the Wii servers were still up, and they were just shut down within the last few days. I saw that news, and I'm like, are you shitting me right now? Call of Duty on the Wii was still active? Like, I was, that, that blew me away when I saw that news. Uh, like I, I, I have to know what other old games on, like, the Wii or whatever... I need to know what servers are active. I need to know. Like, <laughs> this is so interesting to me. Like, I know like there are older stuff. Like the 360, you can still go on 360 and play Xbox Live. Like, I'm, I'm not dumb about that. Like, I get it, but I need to know what's still active of older games. Like, I'm just curious. Um, then we did have news on Nintendo's next generation console. This is actually per VGC. So this is not like some random leaker. This is actually pretty, uh, you know, reputable source here. 
uh, that the, uh, de- the dev kit is now in key partner hands. Uh, it's targeting a second half 2024 release, so like fall time. And honestly, that that does line up qu- pretty well. I, I saw some developers kind of chime into this that, you know, hey, if they're targeting a, a fall 2024 release, the dev kits being in partners' hands right now makes sense. Uh, so, I mean, that, that does add some credibility to it. Uh, apparently, it can be used in portable mode like current Switch. Uh, it's going to be using an LCD screen versus OLED, though, to keep the price down. That's actually kind of disappointing. Uh, I'm not a handheld Switch player, but I will say, since I've got an OLED, I have found myself playing a lot more handheld than I ever did with uh, with my old Switch. So that, that's kind of disappointing. Uh, increased storage, though. Uh, it does use cartridges of some kind, uh, but backwards compatibility is unknown. Uh, if it uses cartridges, uh, I would safely bet that uh, Switch games will be compatible. If I had to bet, yeah, though... I would if I had to bet, I feel like whatever cartridges they're going to use this time are going to be bigger. So maybe, like, the slot you know, is made, is, you know, is set to like, you know, where you can put in the new cartridge, but then it can also hold a switch cartridge in some capacity. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I would be blown away if there's not backwards compatibility, especially considering Nintendo for the first time ever is carrying over your current Nintendo account to the next console. They've never done that. It's always been cut and dry every single generation. So basically saying all your purchases that you have for right now on digital purchases on your Nintendo account will transfer over. So that tells me it will be backwards compatible in some capacity, at least in digital format. Who knows? But like, I feel like it, like they're going to, your switch cartridges are going to fit in this thing. Even if they have to include another slot, like it's going to fit. Uh, thoughts on Neopets coming back. My girlfriend's excited, uh, but that's all I can tell you on that. I actually forgot that was even a thing. Um, have a good night, Dave. Thanks for stopping by, my friend. Uh, but no, uh, just looking forward to some sort of announcement on uh, next generation console for the Switch. I, I think it's going to be early next year. Uh, for some Persona 5 Tactica news, uh, Ketchy and Kasumi were officially revealed. Uh, they will be DLCs. Shout to that. There were some rumors and leaks that was a thing, but we got the official re- uh, reveal for them. Uh, and then the last little piece of news I had here, which I thought this was kind of funny too, uh, is EA says in a recent earnings call that Respawn is working on an Xbox One and PS4 version of Jedi Survivor. Good luck with that one. Good fucking luck. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> that's one of those ones where you look at and you go, why? Yeah, it's it's almost like. I mean, you know, the, like uh, whoever, uh, Port Key Games, whatever, Avalanche, working on Hogwarts Legacy still for the Switch. I can't wait to see how that game looks. Like, oh, Lord. Garbage. Yeah, it, that's going to be hot garbage. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Respawn, I guess. They really think they can make Jedi Survivor. I mean, they, don't get me wrong. They could. The Jedi Survivor could totally work on the Xbox One and PS4. It'd just be very, very dumbed down yeah, graphically from what it is now, and I feel like it's going to be horrible frame rate. So good luck to them. Shout out to that. Did they ever fix the Steam version? Did they ever pick, fix the PC, PC version? I don't remember. I know they've been putting out a lot of I, updates. So they probably fixed it. I don't. I don't remember. No. I feel like I looked at it at one point, but I couldn't tell you, like, what patches it actually put through on it. Right. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I think that was all I had for this week. Let me go back and look at last week's news one last time. Anything to shout out? I guess. Uh, shout out to two random announcements we got. Nick All-Star Brawl 2 and DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing. So I guess shout out to that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, we got another one of those digital-only games. You know, like a dragon guy in the man who erased his name confirmed for digital-only in the West. So another game added to the list. To the growing list. Yeah. 
no, John, calm down. We don't need. We don't, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not ready for this all digital future. I like my physical but media. I'm re- ready for like five years. I know you have been. I'm not okay. I like my physical media. I like. I like my. I hey, like my desk. hey, I have. I have. I have physical media. Yeah, you got that from me. <laughs> That's my game. <laughs> because I had an extra. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't. I, every now and then, I have one. Yeah, every now and then, whatever. Doesn't matter if I just take it from you or not. Asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and end the show here. Uh, John, any last thoughts? Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I have anything here. Are we we, read, we going through the, the, the ending sequence yep, here? Yeah, I just now hit the music. Or you asked if I had anything before. I just hit the music just now, so now we're, now we're going through the actual ending. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, like, comment, subscribe, uh, all, all that. If you enjoyed what we, we're doing here, it does help us out. And if you made it to the end of the episode, let us thank you very much. And if you'd like to see any more from us, uh, we do these. We do this show on Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. So, yeah, and make sure to also check out our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free, sign up five bucks a month. Uh, if you're a fan of football, make sure to check out the website for sure. Uh, we've got one of my guys, Jacob, over at ATFS. Uh, he has put his heart and soul into a massive, massive article uh, going br- br- you know team by team of all 133 teams in college football and how they will do this upcoming season. It's an unbelievably impressive article. I can't wait to post it here in the near future, uh, post the different conferences. So shout out to Jacob on that and all of his hard work. I appreciate the hell out of him for it. Uh, make sure to check out the other shows like uh, Terrible Football Show and NMN Plus whenever that comes back, which is going to be someday. Uh, join the Discord. Uh, check out some Rogue Energy with our referral link down below. Uh, you, and we would 100% appreciate that extra support as well as going over to Agent Inc. Buy a jersey, man. We got some sick-ass jerseys in the merch store that are totally worth to pick up. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, we should be back next week with no problems. We'll see what we're going to talk about. Until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye.